Hi friends, I'm Adrian File. And I'm John File. And welcome to the Love the Process Podcast. We've been married 13 years, 12 good ones, and have four awesome kids. My career has centered around process improvement and leadership development. And I've been an entrepreneur since I was five, and I'm currently an owner and CEO of an insurance company and real estate team. We are working to become better versions of ourselves every day, and we invite you to join us as we share our journey and the lessons we have learned in life, business, and figuring out how to love the process to becoming great. Let's go. Hi, friends. Good to be with you. Season dose. All right, we are starting into our seven daily disciplines series. So the first one is PMG. So, so, so before we get to PMG... My voice is a little shot, <clears throat> and uh, it's shot for good reason. Um, I have the privilege of coaching um, and hanging out with some of the best uh, high schoolers in the planet in the great city of Bothell, Washington, and uh, we had the chance to play in a quarterfinal football game yesterday down in Spanaway, Washington, and um, Graham. Graham was the name of the, is the name of the team. Graham Kapowson. But believe it or not, there's that art crate stadium is in Spanaway, Washington. Huh. So weird. <laughs> mm-hmm, it is weird. A lot of people were um, baffled by that. But uh, at the end of the day, we, uh, we, you know, these kids just gave it their all. And uh, uh, and so as, as a coach and uh, somebody who's four kids and and really likes to encourage um, people to greatness, uh, it was it was a fun thing to be a part of and. And I, I got a lot of emotion out yesterday and a, a lot of passion. And, uh, and so a lot of that was left down at Art Crate Field in Spanaway, Washington, as your, well, most of your Bothell Cougars won 30 to 27, and we're on to the semis. On to the semis. So it will be a, a fun week to, to get to practice on Thanksgiving, uh, which is always a treat. It's been a, about five years since we – Got the opportunity to do that, and so we're all excited to uh, to wake up. It's a different kind of turkey bowl that morning. Yep, got to forego the turkey bowl. You know, maybe I'm getting a little old for the turkey bowl. Um, maybe uh, God's doing for me what I can't do for myself. Get to coach instead of what was the last turkey bowl I played and I pulled it. Pulled into your groin? Yeah, has anybody <laughs> ever pulled their groin? It is brutal. If you're playing, here's my, hey. We're the, we're the wise. If you're playing in a turkey bowl, do a little warm up. Warm up. <laughs> get the stretch in. Get this in the in the growing one is the one where you you, you kind of squat down and and you lean a little one way and lean a little other the other way with the inner thigh and make sure you get it all loosened up. Because <laughs> I've leaned, I have rolled left, and then we'll get into PMG. I rolled left. Guy was open on the right side. I threw off my left foot. It was a touchdown. So the real question was, did you win the game? We did win the game, <laughs> but I lost my growing. And I also, we were preparing for a marathon at that time, too. So it was it was tough timing. So warm up, be ready, stay ready. If you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. All right, PMG, prayer, meditation, gratitude. So, yeah, this is number one. We have seven we're going to go through. Um, we're not going to tease them. We're going to take them one at a time, and, and I really believe that if you if you want to take on the journey of developing um, better habits and disciplines in your life, take them on one at a time. Uh, Benjamin Franklin had 14 in his book, his autobiography of Benjamin Franklin that he he worked toward, and he found a system of 
of really just a daily, did I do this today? Did I do this today? Did I do this today? And, and, and you're going to miss some days. And, uh, and then the next day, you know, if you do it today, if you can get in a rhythm of, of, of certainly not missing uh, more than a day in a row, uh, it's a lot easier to start developing the habit. And, and eventually the habit will become um, systematic, like brushing your teeth or, or other habits that you might have throughout the day. So um, PMG, we think, is foundational. I certainly have found a lot of value in that habit. And, uh, you know, a guy a long time ago, he, he told me, if you, if you do this for 30 days, it'll change your life. It'll change your life. And he was right. Um, and I didn't even hit every single day for 30 days. Um, but I made a conscious effort to pray, meditate, and be grateful. And we're going to give it a little distinctions between between those three things as, uh, as they all can kind of seem uh, the same, especially prayer and med- uh, meditation can often run together. So you want to quote? You want to want to quote? Of course. Okay. <laughs> Shuffle my papers a little bit. By the way, we've got a live <laughs> studio audience today. Our friend Timmy's in town. Timmy's in town from uh, Antelope, Oregon. Look it up. It's a great place. Uh, he works at a, at a Young Life camp down there, and uh, and he gets after it every day so that uh, that place is well taken care of. I've been down there a number of times. It is an awesome place to be if you ever get a chance to go to Washington Family Ranch. Say hi. Hey, guys. <laughs> Maybe you heard him, hopefully. It's in the background. Um, Martin Luther King said this, Prayer is not overcoming God's reluctance, but laying hold of his willingness. And, and whatever you, let me step back for a second, because some people will hear God and they'll go, ooh, you know, it, it, it strikes a nerve, it strikes an emotion, it strikes, a, it strikes something in everybody, and, and probably everybody slightly differently, uh, because we've all had different experiences and upbringings and, and those sorts of things. So I, I want to be conscious to, uh, to a wide net here uh, and give you the freedom and the latitude uh, wherever you're coming from in this place. To just be open-minded to uh, this idea of it something doesn't bigger than ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something that's bigger than yourself, you know. And and one guy, I remember when he told me, he goes, "There's all, there's a, there's always a power greater than you, Johnny." And he goes, uh, "If you don't believe it, jump up in the air and stay there." And I'm like, "Oh, well, that's a tough one." He goes, <laughs> "And if you really don't believe it, he goes, spit on a cop." And then when you get in front of the judge. Tell the judge to screw himself. And then when you get to jail, take the biggest guy's mattress and act like it's yours. Eventually, you'll come to a realization that there are forces at work that are bigger than you. So that's what we're trying to access here is this power um, we're going to call it God. So prayer is not overcoming God's reluctance, but laying hold of his willingness. Um, This idea of... Of, of alignment to uh, maybe what God's purpose um, or what your, you know, what your purpose might be in the grand scheme of things. It, it's not hard any given day. for any given day. And so that's a great point. Um, 24 hours at a time. Yeah. We're, we're trying to limit this to, uh, to a today prayer. Um, you know, right before we, uh, we, we have an optional uh, prayer that's uh, student-led right before we play football, uh, most games. And, and uh, the prayer uh, ends with, uh, 
you know, the Lord's Prayer. And um, it's funny because it says, give us our bread, our daily bread. Mm-hmm. And, and so often I want my quarterly bread. Like I want, I want like three months at a shot. <laughs> I want to know we good for a while. And, uh, even a week. Yeah, and it, and it doesn't say that. And, um, yeah, even a week would be great. So, absolutely, this is a discipline uh, just for today. If you're brand new to even the concept of prayer, or if you're sophisticated beyond all sophistication when it comes to this, maybe humor me if you want to take this challenge on and keep it simple. Um, I think that my experience comes from the simplicity of, you know, please help in the morning and thank you at night. Uh, those two, those two prayers in some some varied form have have served me, uh, and and those that I know that have taken that that on uh, really really well. Just this, please help show me the way, you know, in this day, in the morning, and and at night. Thank you. And and one old man once told me. He said the easiest way for him to figure this out was he took his shoes and uh, he'd put them next to his bed. And when he'd get up in the morning, he would, he would put his shoes, he'd have to go down there and get his shoes underneath his bed. And when he did, he would pray. And then when he went to bed at night, he would go put them back in the same location. This is back to what Adrian talked about last week on triggers. And, and he would, stacking. Yeah, he would, he would, he would say a, a quick prayer at night. And so, um, yeah, this, had, this just willingness, I think, is, is more than anything else to, to, to get outside of ourselves and uh, avail us to, um, you know, this power, um, like I said, that, that I choose to call God. So, All right, how about meditation? What's the difference between prayer and meditation? So some people talk about, like, prayer being the talking and meditation being the listening. I think that's pretty good. I think that's pretty good. I think uh, I think the goal of meditation is is not listening um, as much to for maybe inspired thoughts, but really listening to to one's thoughts, just to have an understanding of the things that go on as I get still in meditation, the things that go on and my mind says and and shares with me, and then also the ability to understand that. Um, I can tell my thoughts, thanks for sharing, and I don't have to run with them. And so mm-hmm. when I pray, Say I get... Tell more about that. Well, so, so we're, that's why they go, in, they go in an order for a reason, right? As I pray, the, ideal, the idea of prayer is to gain direction, to gain focus. Um, the idea of meditation is to gain clarity over, over my, my thought life. And uh, there's a great book out there, Eckhart Tolle. Tolle, I think he was on Oprah's book club list. It's called The Power of Now. And he talks about um, accessing our, our subconscious mind and the ability to listen to and really deeply hear the stories and the underlying thoughts that we may have in any given season. And so uh, meditation can provide this venue to to my thoughts that often are unconscious and and that just happened without me, me taking a look. And when I get that, mm-hmm. that venue, that opening, uh, then I can decide, uh, based on based on my prayer, based on my direction, based on my mission, based on my purpose, uh, which which thoughts to to run with and which thoughts to discard. And so 
there's a quote on this as well that I think is is really good. It says the goal of meditation is not to get rid of thoughts or emotions. The goal is to become more aware of your thoughts and emotions and learn how to move through them without getting stuck. And and I think so often that last part is is so so important because everything is is created in our world through action, right? Everything, everything, and but it starts as a thought, right? And thoughts can can create positive actions that create positive results that are in line with what we intend to create. And thoughts can oftentimes cripple us with with fear and indecision and mm-hmm. and or or negative emotions and negative things. And so, I don't think you can get rid of fear completely. I don't think you can get rid of negative emotions completely. Well, I mean, I think that's where courage comes in. Right, we have the fear, but we go anyway. And so, in the, the exactly, and so how you can know when to leverage courage is by meditation mm-hmm. to go, man, I'm afraid, and then then the development of the muscle of the skill of courage. Now, C.S. Lewis said it this way: He said, "Courage is not itself a virtue, but it's a part of all virtues at the critical point when all things become real." So, when all things become real. We get an opportunity more often when we meditate for all things to become real, for us to understand uh, the importance of what we're afraid of and what we're, what we're scared of so that we can act with great courage and, and do it anyway, like Adrian said. So, I think this is an interesting time with technology because I feel like there's so many things vying for our attention these right. days that it's not... You don't really have a lot of just quiet time by yourself with no sounds, right? no inputs. So it really takes intentionality in order to be able to do that. I drive to work sometimes with just total silence to just sort of process my thoughts. And I remember I used to do that when I used to drive down to visit you from Bellingham to Bothell. And I would drive the entire way, hour and a half or whatever, of just with just silence, nothing on the radio, nothing. And I think, but I think it takes intentionality, a lot more intentionality, I think, these days than in history. Right. Yeah. And and this, totally agree. This goes back to something we've talked about uh, on this podcast uh, in previous episodes, which is this idea of keeping appointments with yourself. And it's a a discipline and a skill that, that really matters. I think it matters more today than it ever has. And so, uh, uh, you know, if you set a 10 minute meditation time in the morning, or let's say five or two minutes. I mean, it, one minute. One minute. You really. <laughs> this really starts small. Um, somebody showed me the um, a size of a mustard seed, and there's this idea about the faith of a mustard seed. And <laughs> it's tiny, and it grows massive, and you know. And so, just starting somewhere uh, with any length of time, uh, I really do believe, though, the consistency of we're talking about daily disciplines. Uh, make that appointment with yourself. To, to both pray and meditate. I think they can be done simultaneously. Uh, prayer will be active um, and very could be very short. You know, please give me direction. Uh, let me know where, where you'd like me to go today, you know, or whatever. Uh, you, however version you want to do it, you could use the Lord's Prayer or, or whatever. Um, but then also this, this just this 60 seconds to 90 seconds to a minute. You know, and you can you can do the belly breaths, I think, in, in along with this. And I've been doing belly breaths since last week, consistently, <laughs> and uh, and they've helped me in the morning. 
Um, so, but keep the appointment with yourself. Be committed to yourself because, like Adrian said, everybody's vying for your attention, uh, for your mental capacity. Uh, and the reason that they do is again back to the place you have. We have to know where we're living. We're living in capitalistic society, and emotion is typically what drives dollars and cents. And so, um, know what who you are, and and be willing to commit to these things. And I really think this discipline will actually kind of allude to us more fully, like what uh, the direction of our life should be and where we should go and. And, and what things make sense for us to engage in and, and not. And so in meditation, oftentimes, again, you're going to become aware of things that, uh, you, you know, that you hadn't otherwise because you, you've taken the opportunity to be still. And, and again, that, that book, The Power of Now, is a really good tool uh, to help folks that are looking for uh, a better understanding of the, the subconscious mind and, and kind of how our brains work as we think and process and feel emotions and thoughts and feelings throughout any given day or season. Okay, so the last concept is gratitude. Gratitude. Adrian's been crushing gratitude, so I, I should she's been doing the trigger thing and so I get to see her gratitude list right next to the mirror <laughs> when I brush my teeth. And uh, there's a spot I just saw, I think today or yesterday where I need to get my note cards up because it could go on the other side of the mirror. <laughs> so I think I'm going to start doing my gratitude list uh, nice. that way as well. But go ahead. How's gratitude I mean, I been? think we've talked a lot about gratitude in past podcasts, but I think, you know, some of the things that I don't necessarily think that you realize or capture if you're not doing the gratitude is that when there's when you're looking for small gratitudes within the past 24 hours, if you're writing them down every day, then that means you're kind of paying more attention throughout the day to things that are making you grateful. And so I feel like that's sort of an effect that it's had on me is that it's given me more pause throughout the day to, you know, be excited when my daughter starts screaming in a silly way instead of jumping straight to, oh, that hurts my ears. Like just enjoying the fact that she's having a great time. That's good. So, so this is kind of to speaks this quote I'm going to read speaks to the power of gratitude. Uh, Oprah Winfrey said it this way: "Be thankful for what you have; you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough." I'll say that one more time: Be thankful for what you have; you'll end up having more. If you concentrate on what you don't have, you will never, ever have enough. And there's been seasons where it can be really difficult to find something that I'm grateful for. And uh, I, think, I think even though we, we do, we talk about this a lot, this is a foundational concept. And it's, it's kind of like, you know, football. We get the ball in the end zone. Goals you get for the offense is you get the ball in the end zone. That's simple. Uh, Vince Lombardi, every football season, he would say, gentlemen, this is a football. John Wooden would do an hour and a half on socks you know, to make sure that players didn't get <laughs> blisters and, and that they, they, they have attention to detail uh, all the way down to, to a piece of their uniform like their socks. And so the, the point of gratitude is, is, is in the love the process framework. Um, this is foundational. This is like the blocking and tackling of football. Mm -hmm. um, it, it might not um, always seem like you're gaining a lot of progress, but it's something that when you stop doing 
or when you cease being grateful, if you will, resistance is created and those things that matter most uh, suffer. And so, yeah, highly encourage doing a gratitude list, you know, two to three things, um, be creative. But the moments when you, you know, like, I just want to speak to the person who may be listening, I don't know what I can be grateful for. Um, you know, we're breathing, we're breathing air. And, you know, I listened to this podcast, uh, Jocko, we're actually uh, tomorrow, I've got eight copies of his book and, and our team at work is going to go through uh, his book, Extreme Ownership. And Jocko in there, um, in one of his podcasts, he talked about good. You know, somebody would come to him with a problem or a situation or something that didn't go right, and he would always look at him and just say, good. And he said, if you can say the word good, it means that you're still breathing. And the reason why it's good is because every problem and, and difficulty in our life is an opportunity to, to do something in lieu of that. And, and you talked about it last week. Everything is figureoutable. Um, there's facts, and we got to accept facts. Uh, facts are facts, but the situations uh, are figureoutable, and the same thing is true of, of being grateful. And, and so he said, if you can say the word good, that's good stuff because that means you're still breathing. Hmm. And if they're still breathing coming through your lungs, then you still have an opportunity to get back up. And, it, you know, I say it often this way. If you're, if you're lying, if you fall down, Try to roll over and get to your back. Because if you can get to your back, you can look up. And if you can look up, you can get up. And if you can get up, then you can re-engage. And like Jocko says, you can go out on the attack. <laughs> and so gratitude is one of these skills that allows us to kind of, you know, as that analogy, to roll over and be able to continue to look up, even though we don't even think we can get up. But we can see that there might be a possibility if we can be grateful for anything. So breath in our lungs, uh, food in our bellies, um, another day. My uncle's in the hospital right now. He's um, He was having some issues with his diabetes, and so he went into the ER, and he found out that he's going to be losing all of his toes on one of his feet and part of his foot. And so my mom asked him, how are you feeling about this now that you've gotten this news? Yeah. And he said, well, it could always get worse. He had a great attitude. I got to hear, I get to hear, uh, uh, Adrian wasn't outside when I got home, uh, last night after, uh, scouting and, um, I got to hear him too. And he, he did, he, he said the skill of the doctors that, that performed the surgery and, and the, you know, the opportunity to, for Thanksgiving coming up and, you know, continually just, just what's the next opportunity? I think that's a skill uh, that relates very closely to gratitude is, is what's the next opportunity? Um, you know, I've, I, I give out my last, I think, shirt that says next uh, that fits anybody. I've got a few that don't fit anybody. I, I always order shirts in a bunch of different sizes thinking like ladies small or medium and and then I get, I know all these guys that are extra large and large and 2XL. And, and so any, anybody out there who wants a neck shirt who is like a ladies medium or ladies small, I've got some. Uh, I think it's just a regular small and medium. It's not ladies, is it? Oh, no, they actually are. Oh, funny. Silly. Silly. Yeah. And so, uh, but this idea of in every office, in every space, 
that I've that I've worked in for the most part, I've had a sign that says next, and people go, "What's next?" And I go, "Exactly, <laughs> exactly, what's next?" And that is uh, an important way for me to think, and I think it's an important way for us all to think. And PMG lines right out with that idea of what's next. Prayer, give me direction. Meditation, allow my mind to, um, me to be able to understand my thoughts and my emotions so that I, I, I know what is going on in my own brain. Uh, and then gratitude that, that just gives us this, I really believe, a redemptive power um, that can cause things to emanate in a positive way around us uh, for those things that matter most. So. All right, so that's the first one. Although out of curiosity, why is it one of your daily disciplines instead of three? <clears throat> well, because seven <laughs> is, 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 I think seven is, is a number I like. And, <laughs> and there's actually going to be a few of the seven that are going to have sub, they're going to have subcategories. Um, next week, we're going to go into physical discipline. Um, but I think this is the, this is the mental discipline, um, the spiritual discipline, uh, the thing that is an inside job. This is the inside job discipline on the front end. Uh, the last one of the seven is going to be uh, as well, uh, which is going to be that reflect and, and reset. And so um, that's why it's PMG. Uh, I can't. There's studies on it too. That, that you get over seven things and you get lost. Um, I wish it could be five. I wish it could be six. I wish it could be seven. I wish, or or less than seven. It's it's just consistently found itself being these seven uh, yielding me the best lift. And and I've tried one or two or three, and I've tried ten or twelve or fourteen, and that just seems to be the best for me is the seven daily disciplines. Maybe because I read Stephen Covey's book like fifteen times, the seven habits, habits of highly effective people. I wore that book out. And I, I wasn't still wondering think, about the seven. I was wondering about why this one has three elements. <laughs> because if it, if it didn't, then there'd be more than seven. <laughs> PMG. PMG. In that order. All right, hit John up if you have any questions, or me. Yeah, hit me up. Hit Adrian <laughs> up. Encouragements, comments. Really, really hopeful that uh, that you get some encouragement out of this. Everybody. Everybody, without any exception. That has, that has taken the PMG has created a lift in the things that matter most in their lives. And so that's why we're here on we're, a Sunday we're recording of, this thing. We're in the month of thankfulness, so close to Thanksgiving. It's a great opportunity to start. And next month is the month of giving. It's better Perfect. to give than receive. <laughs> I learned that Thursday. <laughs> I'm not a slow learner. Sometimes I'm a quick forgetter. Have a great week. Thanks, everybody. Bye, friends. Thanks so much for listening to the Love the Process podcast. You can find us on Spotify, iTunes, and YouTube. It means so much when you leave us a review and share with your friends. You can also follow along on our adventures on Instagram.